welcome to Two Dudes Podcast, or should I say Ashton and Lacey's Podcast. And make sure you stay tuned and have an awesome day. Thank you. Okay, now we're in podcast mode. (laughs) Yes. Last week, we did unpopular opinions, but they were like lighthearted, funny. We talked about um, eating ass and eating Cheetos. (laughs) And so those were... Those are all of the unpopular opinions we touched on last week. And there were unpopular opinions that people had sent in when we had asked. And they were what I would say either more controversial or ones that I felt like we needed to at least touch on a little bit that we had saved for this week. So basically, this week is unpopular opinions, but maybe more controversial ones. Part two. Yeah, part two. So there... I looked at the list and there's actually one that I wanted to start off on only because it's like probably the only one that I feel or at least one of them I feel like educated on or at least can like give a resource that I think is educational. And it was the death penalty should be abolished. So if you would have asked me like two, three years ago, I wouldn't have had knowledge on it. Like in All I would have known is like, or at least thought was, okay, so someone like goes in and shoots up a school and they kill 10 people. Then like, yeah, it makes sense. It's like, that's this terrible act and you deserve this terrible punishment. And that's truly like all I would have either known or thought about it. Mm -hmm. But last year, I like during COVID, I guess I watched a movie called Just Mercy And it has Michael B. Jordan in it. Mm -hmm. And he is basically, to sum it up, he is a like civil rights lawyer. And it's based on a true story. But he is a lawyer who fights and represents for people on death row. And it is the most amazing movie. Like everyone should watch it. It totally changed my opinion and also educated me on it. But it showed like these black men who were on death row who were underrepresented or one of the examples was there was a man who was a veteran and he like bombed a house and killed a girl and was put on death row when in reality he had really bad PTSD and what he should have been in was a mental institute Mm -hmm. and it's like the different you know and basically the whole movie is about this man and it's based on a true story and he is a black man who gets framed for the murder of a girl and they put it on him and he ended up being innocent. But it's like mm-hmm. we have um, a flawed justice system and there's so many times where people like are put in prison and then 19 years later they like were mm-hmm. found innocent all along. And at that point, like if we are using a flawed system, I do not believe that lives can be on the line. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, I have like a bunch of just things that you made me think of. First of all, Mm -hmm. I've never watched the movie, but I've seen it and now I want to see it. And is it based on a true story? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it shows like the, at the end, it shows like the real people's faces. It is just, it's so good. It's like educational, but it's, I don't know. It's awesome. Everyone should watch it. 
So I feel like my feelings on this have evolved too, um, Mm -hmm. mostly because like it's pretty widely known as well that like um, eyewitness testimony is pretty much like fucked because you just don't know. And like they've done research where like white people um, like have a harder, okay, not just white people. I shouldn't have said white people. I should say people have a harder time distinguishing the faces of other people who are not like who mm-hmm. don't look like them. So, yes. um, and probably because you you tend to see people who look like you more. It's just part of like how we how That's we are so in communities. Mm-hmm. But so and and there's also like a fear thing there too. Like not I'm not making any excuses for like any sort of prejudice or racism or anything, but there mm-hmm. is like they've like found that like people people tend to congregate in groups with people like them, whether it's with like beliefs or whatever. And so it's like, we need to open those up. But then also like, there's something in our like recognition and our whatever. And I'm sure it's just learned, learned behaviors. Like for sure. You see people who look like this, so you can more easily recognize like I mean, your community who yeah. goes to school with you, where you yes. live, where you're based, your economic yeah. status, all of that. Yeah. Plays so if you're it. in a place that isn't very diverse or if you don't surround yourself with diversity, then it's harder for you to like distinguish the features of people who um, don't look like you. So that that is another thing. So and then the other for me is always dude and like i don't want to get super controversial here but like mm-hmm. if we're going to talk about abortion or like being pro life or any of that it always comes down to for me like we should be pro life then and in, like in all aspects of life yes. all stages all like, fate ugh like we can't be Same. hypocritical where it's like it's okay to kill people here, but it's not okay to kill people here. Like, yes, if that, oh my God. If that is what you, if you, if that is what you truly believe, then it doesn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, you cannot be against abortion, but for the death penalty. I mean, I, because then you're saying the fetus's life matters more than the yes. person who is wrongfully convicted or well, even committed a crime. Are. And at well, that point, Yes. And then it gets into like hurt people, hurt people. So, I mean, the more that I look at mental health and the problems that we have, the more I'm like, okay, even these boys, I say boys, but some of them are men, but even these people that go in and, and commit crimes like mass shootings or whatever, like those people are broken. They're broken. They're they're you not. You cannot be in a right state of mind and do those. It, yes, things. I no, don't believe. I don't think so either. So it's like okay, and then like we get into punishment, and it's like, what's the greatest punishment for them? Well, we've decided the greatest punishment for them is death, but I don't even know if to them death is like the worst punishment. Oh my gosh, like, they might just welcome the escape at that point so it's like our intent matters too like what is the i don't know and there's something weird about like killing people like stoning people like the fact that we haven't as a society gotten past the point where we're like hey you know what maybe it's just not okay to kill people that seems Mm -hmm. fucking so weird to me and whether it's war or assassinations or whatever like until we all are at a point where we're like hey 
I don't know, it's pretty fucked if you think it's okay to take someone's life. Like maybe we should figure out how to solve the problems first. You know, I just can't, I can't understand it. The justice system was made to determine if people were innocent or guilty. And it was never to determine like whose life is worth it and whose is not and whose is deserving and who like that's not our job as people, as a justice system, as so I do I do agree. And just after you watch the movie, like they literally gave statistics of the amount of people on death row who are wrongfully convicted. And it is something absurd of like 25% of people on death row are innocent. And even if that percentage was like 0.01, it's you can't like I don't think Dude, okay, there is a documentary on Netflix that I cannot think of the name of. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up and I'll share mm-hmm. it in the show notes. But yep. you, you have got to watch it, and it is about the creation of our prison system, and mm-hmm. it is fucking mind boggling. Because okay, I'm, I might get some of this wrong, and if I do, I'm sorry. Go yep. watch the documentary. Yeah. But it's like they. Um, abolished slavery and then they lost the like the south they had lost their whole workforce and so then they started arresting um, people of color because they needed workers and so they had them in jails and then started using i want to say slave labor because that's what it is but it's like yeah it is prisoner labor yep. to like do people all in jumpsuits fixing yeah yes because they didn't have they didn't oh have slavery gosh. anymore and it like no and i believe about, it and it makes sense yeah it's fucking bonkers so then Ugh. i was like fuck there's this whole prison system that i like don't even understand and this is the kind of stuff that always makes me sad like we don't learn this in school and we like don't learn these different sides of it and you have to try to educate yourself on others other people's takes on things because mm-hmm. you know like i'm not like oh i wonder how the criminal justice system works it's like no. unless i walk, watch a documentary that like explains how all this happens like i don't know and then once you know it's like oh well, that's pretty fucked. Like, why don't we care more about that? Yeah, it was like how my opinion on this was like, yeah, it makes sense. And then I watched one movie, one movie. And I was like, I can't believe I ever thought that. And then, okay, this will be the very last note and then we'll move to another one. But me and Connor have also been watching or like we listen to so many podcasts in the car Mm -hmm. and they're always like true crime or my favorite murder. But it goes off of what you said, how they have like said that um, eyewitnesses are basically like not even valid in court. But it like I have learned so much about court and justice systems and things Mm -hmm. like that. And it's like and just even Netflix documentaries. We watch so many of them. And it is like everything that they used to convict people has almost been proven to be not valid in court. They're like, yeah, we can't do that anymore. Like that Mm -hmm. should have never been. And it's like these people who were convicted because of um, blood splatters on the wall. And well, it made sense that he did it. It's like, no, that should have never been valid in court. And there's so many people who like will stand on trial and like experts who are really there. Like they've now said like 
it's impossible to be like, you cannot be 100% certain. You can give your opinion, but opinion based and fact based are so different. And it's like everything I grew up thinking like, oh, yeah, like that's how you prove someone's innocent or guilty. Now I'm like, oh, no, that's all opinion based. Like, and so Mm -hmm. then how can we put someone's life on the line? I don't think you can. It's but yeah, that's that is my opinion on the death penalty. I do believe and agree that it should be abolished. I agree too. Okay. Um, no one should be forced or shamed into getting the vaccine. What's your thoughts? Uh, I think I was shamed into getting the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> like I honestly, um, no, I don't think you. I don't think you should be. I think that anything that goes into your own body and your health is your your own. It's under your purview. Like it's yes. your choice. Like I don't. I think if we're gonna get into managing people's fucking health and mm-hmm. immune systems, then we should probably close fast food places. We should outlaw sugar. Fuck! I just saw a thing yesterday that like Biden was like get your vaccine and get a beer. And like Anheuser-Busch was like giving beers away to people who got vaccines. And that is fine. Except we tend to forget that like alcohol is a drug and it's terrible for you. And and like, I don't care. People can drink, like, it doesn't matter. Everyone I know likes to have recreational cocktails and that's all fine but it's like i don't know that we should have the government being like yeah get your vaccine and then go do something that's completely terrible for your immune Mm -hmm. system like fuck off if you and then so i think i think there's something to be said for getting the vaccine to protect others and herd immunity Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with the flu shot but if they came out and said everybody has to get the fucking flu shot we would be up in arms and Mm -hmm. i i don't think it's fair to if someone questions whether or not the vaccine is safe to like immediately be like fuck off you're crazy you're QAnon, like you have to get vaccinated a republican and you don't believe in science yes like i think that that's bullshit because i'm like middle of the road on everything everything so my opinion on it it's a little bit different but so i did get the vaccine and i don't feel like i was shamed into it like i wanted to get it and i do support people getting the vaccine however I do agree that people shouldn't be forced or shamed into getting Mm -hmm. it. And I think this sort of leads into like abortion. And I guess I don't even know if there's a question on there. But I don't believe that you can force anything on anyone. It's the Mm -hmm. same. I don't think you can force religion on someone. I don't think you can force your opinions on someone. And I think the issue is that... But what's also what I find um, a little ironic is I think the same people who are like, you can't force me or shame me into getting the vaccine or you can't force me to wear a mask. It's my body, my freedom. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I agree. Mm -hmm. And you can't control what a woman puts into her body. And Mm -hmm. then it's like the messed up what I because I do agree. I don't believe I think everything is your choice and you have your opinions and I have my opinions Mm -hmm. for my own set of reasons. And the problem is when we force those opinions on other people. But I do think it is just 
a little ironic and not even that this person specifically like this person could be totally like pro-choice like wears a mask but just doesn't want to get a vaccine Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that this person like this is nothing against them i'm saying in general if your reason for not getting the vaccine or not getting the mask is because you don't believe someone can have control over your body, then you need to carry that out into your other opinions of pro-choice or birth control or because you cannot mandate someone else's body. So I feel the exact same way and mm-hmm. also in the opposite direction. If you are pro-choice and you're screaming at people that they have to get vaccinated or wear a mask yeah and yes. then the mask people because like yes. part of me i'm so happy that you said that if you are on the left and you are like ah everyone should wear masks and then you see a sign that you know like anti-maskers are like my body my choice then you also have to be like oh yeah I mean, I do believe that. So then it is their body and their choice, you know? No, that's such an interesting point. And I am happy you said that because you are right. Like the people who um, are pro-choice and are vaccinated and wear their mask also, yeah, do they are could Yeah, the ones shaming being like, you need to get vaccinated. And yeah. That's so interesting. But I do agree. And I think that and people can argue like... um. Well, when it comes to protecting other people, then, you know, you need to do what's right, which, again, I agree with. But that is my opinion. And the problem with today's society is that we push our opinions so hard that it has created division. Mm-hmm. And and I think, OK, so this I, I'm going to move to the next one because mm-hmm. it says it is OK that people have different political opinions. They are not evil, mm-hmm. which, again, I agree with like this world was founded or this nation, whatever, was founded on people like having different opinions and different sides. And if we were all the same, like it, we wouldn't be who we are. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't ever believe that people are going to have the same opinions. Do I think if you are Republican that you're evil? Absolutely not. I don't believe that in any sense. And I do believe in this freedom of believing the things you want to for whatever reason. The argument, though, and um, I, I like see this and I I actually like even thought that I wasn't going to answer this question because I was like, I don't know how to like word it the right way. And I like never want to like upset anyone. And mm-hmm. And it's the argument I see so often that, um, you know, you are entitled to your own political opinions and I like respect that. But when your political opinions like infringe on the rights of someone else, mm-hmm. like, for example, um, I don't believe in gay marriage, like saying that it's like, OK, well, that's morally fucked. And like, you know, I've heard that so often of people being like, I respect people who have other opinions and I respect whatever. But like, if you don't support the Black Lives Matter movement or you don't support gay people, like that's not politics. That's like humanity and like treating someone. And I do believe that, like, I believe that you can be Republican because of you know, your opinions on, I don't know. I mean, taxes were, I don't think we all need to have the same opinion. And I don't believe people are evil, but there is this line of like, if you don't like gay people, don't fucking be gay. Like, don't kiss a girl. Don't kiss a boy if you're a boy. Mm -hmm. Like, but Mm -hmm. we cannot degrade because that is like, 
their soul, their personality. And at that point, like that is, I don't believe like morally, I don't know. I, I well, like really okay. struggled with this one because I was like, okay. I don't know. I don't want to like offend. I think, wait, I don't think, hmm. Okay. A couple things. After we got off last time, I was like, fuck, I, some of my unpopular opinions are unpopular and I'm a little bit worried that I did offend people. And then I was like, you know what? This is where I'm at in like figuring out this stuff. And the whole point we're doing this is to talk through it and try to learn and to be helpful to others. So we don't, the intent is not to offend anyone, but it's also to share our own thinking. And that is with the caveat that we recognize that we have room to grow. And then 100%. the second thing- Every, Everything we're saying right now, like I think that's one thing about me mm-hmm. and you is we have never thought we were right. Like I do respect everyone's opinions and I'm not like everything we say today is not the right answer. Like these mm-hmm. are our opinions and half of the ones we talk about, like I will literally say like, these are my opinions, but I don't know how to word it and I mm-hmm. don't even know if it's correct, which is also why I'm like struggling to even talk about these because- I'm definitely like a people pleaser and mm-hmm. I am so like I don't want to throw my opinions on anyone. So yeah, this is literally me and you talking through what mm-hmm. we think and not us saying these are correct and if you don't believe right. or agree, you're wrong. Yes, exactly. And I okay. think that that is just our um, outlook on life in general is yeah. like this is what I think right now, but I mean – just like you said with the death penalty. So then the second thing I was going to say is that I think the heart of what you're getting at is something that has to do with taking your belief system and forcing it upon someone else, no matter what it is. So it could be um, about gay rights. It could be about... um, transgenders or pronouns or whatever. It could be any of your beliefs that you have constructed about how the world works and then forcing someone else um, or impacting their life by with your own belief system. So I, I think that that is kind of the heart of, of what you were getting at. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I wanted to ask you about that was we abortion weirdly um, keeps coming up in in all of this stuff that we are talking about, whether it's like my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. But when you said something about like making choices that impact others, like when I think about abortion, I think I used to think it was like terrible when I was growing up and I was like Same. pretty pretty religious. And I was like, that is a terrible thing. And then once I had children, I was like, or you know what, once I got into college and I like had, you know, the drunken conversations with my friends, that's like, fuck, if I'm pregnant, like, I'm going to have to figure this out. And then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, that choice should be up to me. And then mm-hmm. I had children. And then I was like, you know what, I know what it's like to be pregnant. And I know what it's like to go through the process. And I know what it's like to be one month pregnant and two months pregnant and three months pregnant. And I I know in my body when it started to feel like that baby was a person. And I know my own line. That line is probably different for all people. There are people mm-hmm. who've tried to get pregnant so many times. And the minute that they're pregnant, 
It feels I, like it. And yes. And that's why mm-hmm. when people have miscarriages really early, it can be devastating for them. That is my experience is a little bit different like that mm-hmm. than that. Like so I tried to get pregnant and I had like an ectopic pregnancy where like it was really early and it didn't that what I mean, obviously I don't understand the female anatomy. I've made that pretty clear on on other podcasts, but it's like, so like I thought I was pregnant. I had a positive pregnancy test and then I bled and then it was gone. And for me, that was like, okay, like it didn't break my spirit. Like we just kept going, but I didn't struggle with fertility for a long time. And so I think The point of that for me is just that it's really, it goes back to this thing where you can't force your belief system on, onto someone else. Because like, Mm -hmm. if someone came at me and was like, well, I think pregnancy starts immediately. It's like, well, that's, wasn't my experience. Yeah. When you're pregnant and, and that's what happens for you. Like, that should be your experience and you should be able to live that how you want. And then, so for me, the biggest part with abortion um, and the regulation of it is like, first of all, you have men who are politicians who use it as like a fucking hot take and get a bunch Mm -hmm. of people to believe what they believe. And that's all fine, but they've never been fucking pregnant. Never. So they shouldn't have a say. And then the second thing is- you have women who have different experiences than mine, and that also is fine. Then they should not get an abortion. But Ugh, if they my, shouldn't be held to the same standards, like no, so- you should be able to make your own choice, and that that is all. And that goes to, I, in my opinion, that goes to gay rights. That goes to whatever. Like you should be able to live your life the way that you want to. And if it is, you know, an un- unwanted pregnancy or whatever, and you choose to, because of your situation, do something that maybe someone else wouldn't agree with, then I think that you should have that choice. I mean, it should be mm-hmm. your choice. And so that that is all. I just wanted to... No, that's so... I loved all of that. And I guess we're just going to go to abortion then. I, di- I honestly knew that was like the hot take and I didn't want to say anything because I don't want to offend anyone Mm -hmm. but it's not it just shouldn't be I guess offensive or I don't know I guess my opinion on it is that I also grew up in a very religious household and um and I say that because I have seen like what the bible teaches you and it's like it's this baby and it's wrong and and I was the same way like up until college I was like abortion is wrong and you're killing a baby and you you know but it's like the more I became educated and it is exactly what you said that every single circumstance is so much different and there are people who are raped and that is how they have a baby or their life is on the line but again even if you are a 16-year-old who got pregnant and you can't afford... It is not our decision to make. Like, it's not no. like this per- person is worthy of an abortion because she was raped and that's why she got pregnant. Her life is on the line. And But this girl, she's 16. She was having sex. Like, she... It is never our decision to make at all. And 
And you're so right that like it is so different for everyone, but it goes back to like that um the thread that I that we had talked about once on the or on this podcast of there was a Mormon mom who posted like mm-hmm. if you know if if the abortion argument was about being pro-life, we would find alternative solutions. Like mm-hmm. we would have more people in foster care. We would provide affordable birth control. We would give or give men birth control. We would hold men accountable. Like complex issues require Dude. complex solutions. And that's never been the discussion is like, oh, nope, it's wrong. You can't do it. Yes. If it's wrong, then what are the alternative ways we can figure this out? Well, and one of the big things always for me is poverty. I think that poverty mm-hmm. is like such a wide spread issue that we, I mean, poverty in education, it's like politicians will fucking say it and then they don't do shit to fix it or help it or put money towards it. Like we should be able to figure out how to help people out of poverty. We just fucking should. Like, I know there are nonprofits working on it. I know there are like tons of great organizations, but it's like that. I mean, when it comes to like a lot of times I think about, you know, drug addiction or like meth in particular, or being raised in just a house where people are having struggles and how much harder your life is in general and how much better as a society we would be if we lifted all people up. And I don't even remember when it was. It was probably like 10 years ago, but I remember there was a study. I think it was a pilot in like Colorado where they had started like giving birth control and to, it maybe was free to girls. And um, just the impacts on poverty by allowing girls access to birth control because they weren't like, and first of all, if you're 16 and you get pregnant, I'm, and, and a, you didn't want to, I'm very sorry about that because I feel like there's a, there's a big gap in sex education and your parents talking to you about sex and honoring your own body. Like that is not on, on a child when they get pregnant young, that is on all of us because Mm -hmm. we aren't effectively educating or talking through the impacts of that. And they are not able to understand the long-term impacts of short-term decisions. They just aren't. They don't, they don't have the education. So, and then once you start getting pregnant, like it's harder for you to come out of poverty. And so if you're, you know, you can, there are definite success stories, but this like pull yourself up by your bootstraps is bullshit. Like if you are raised in a house where people are struggling, like it's likely that you will continue to struggle, which is fucking terrible. And I think mm-hmm. we're, we're failing all of these kids. And one way that I think would um, at least allow them to feel like they have options is just to like stop trying to regulate their bodies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I know like, you know, teenage pregnancy and poverty are linked and, and if we want what's better for society as a whole, we would, we would, we would address it. So 
I have one question yes. for you as I like think through abortion too, because I've thought about this. Like, it's always the fucking thing. It's always like, are you a Democrat or Republican? Well, do you believe in abortion? Do you believe in the death penalty? Do you, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, like you don't have to get into details or anything. But it, when you think about your life and abortion, like how many times has abortion impacted your life? Like None. people you know, struggle, whatever. I Any? haven't known anyone who no one you know that has at least told you uh well one i guess but i don't know i guess i don't know where you're going at with it well i just i think it's like this topic that gets brought up all the time but i'm fucking 40 years old and i know one person and that person didn't like i mean i don't want to get into their how it happened or whatever but it was one person. And and when you hear people talk about it, it's always like, oh, if there's abortion, all these kids will be having sex and whatever. It's like, I don't really know that that's, that's the thing. Like, it's not like there's tons of people who go out and get abortions or at least no, that they... No, that is so true. It's like this heated, controversial, like it's so bad. But I I am the same. I know of one person personally who has had one and i didn't even really know them i like knew of and i like and i was like okay and and that was it but yeah okay i guess to sum it up there's also one quote i want to read that i will like like this will likely be what i post when i when we post about this episode because every time i read it it like hits to my fucking core to sum up my opinions on abortion is if you are against it i understand and I believe that that's valid and I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. So don't get one. Mm-hmm. But that Agreed. is not your decision for yep. to for you to regulate if anyone else does. But Dude, everyone is so different. Like we have different feelings on everything. You should just fucking clean up your own mess in your life and not worry about anybody else's. Yes. So this, um, it's a quote. It's from Jasmine Cower and it's called Love the Fetus, Hate the Child. And like literally every time I see it in any mm-hmm. capacity, I like share it on my story. And like I went on this rant once. I actually shared the only time I've ever gotten like political or controversial on my story was when you sent me that um, the tweet of the Mormon mom. And I like broke it down on my Instagram and I was mm-hmm. like, I cannot I have remember. this platform and like not speak on this. And this is about like this isn't. An abortion topic. This is like a women's rights topic, and we need to find alternative solutions. Was basically my point. But this quote, or it's like a poem, and it says, At what point do you begin to hate the child? When she comes out with skin the color of earth? When she slips through your borders? When she is too needy and you are too busy? When the systems you built fail her? When she is hungry and hurting and angry? When her heartbeat quickens for the wrong being, when she no longer sounds like your God, when she asks for help when her body is invaded, when she tells you that she needs an abortion. Mm-hmm. And it like hits mm-hmm. everything. Like we cannot put this, you know, it's a child, it's a human, we need to be pro life if you don't support the people who are coming in as immigrants. You don't support people of the opposite race. You don't support people in poverty. You don't support gay people. You don't support people who have a different religion than you. At that point, it is not pro-life 
It is monitoring and controlling a woman's body. And if you are pro-life, you need to be pro-life on every single aspect of someone's life, different Mm -hmm. stages, different circumstances. Yes. And it is so much more complex than it just being abortion. I totally agree. And I feel like you said what I was trying to say about these children born into poverty just so much better than I could have because we don't support them. And then... Well, yeah. And it's like, there's a kid who, or, you know, a 16 year old and it's like, okay, so she has a baby and she has no money and she's a single parent and she lives in poverty. And then this baby who she couldn't abort grows up and is in poverty. And then it's those same people who are like pro-life, like you can't, who are like, you shouldn't be on food stamps and you're asking for the money for the, it's like, no, you support them because she was put into this earth in terrible circumstances. But I will literally, that will be, that will be the post I make when we do this because I wish like everyone in the world could see it and like not just see it, but reflect on it because it says, I mean, it says it all. It says like everything that we've talked about, whether it's politics or money or being gay or being a different race like our job is to love that person and their life is valuable even if you are have different beliefs than mine like your life is still valuable so there there's this story that i've like come across in a couple education textbooks and it's i believe about the maasai tribe of and i don't even know um it may be they may be an african tribe but I could be wrong. I'll fucking mm-hmm. look it up. And and it's just this story about the Messiah and they're like these warriors and whatever. But when they meet each other, they say words that are not these words, but the translation is, um, and how are the children? So like you see someone and you greet them and the, the traditional greeting is like, how are the children? Because they feel like if... Um, however the children are in your society is a reflection of the health of your society in general. And Mm -hmm. every time I read the thing, it like makes me cry because it's like we, like my children will be okay. Mm -hmm. Like I know that they will be fine and they have us. And if something happened to us, like we have good relationships with our family and there are people around that care for them and they're supported in like so many different ways and they like aren't even here right now they're at my sister's for like a week and and we all get along and we all care about and love each other and and they're gonna be okay Mm -hmm. I mean they will like they'll be okay when school was canceled and they were home like they they will be fine and my friends kids will all be fine and and but those are not everyone's the kids. story. Yeah, and they're not even the kids I worry about. The kids that I worry about are the ones that like aren't fine. And then what are we doing to help them? And I don't know that the systems we have in place are that we can rely on the government to solve those issues because the government no. frankly is fucked. But yeah. Like until we like are at a place where we really and truly do love everyone and want to uplift them like we're gonna continue to hold people down and and i don't Mm -hmm. 
it just makes me it makes me sad. And it, and I yeah. I try to be hopeful. I mean, even yesterday I told you I met with this like old friend and even when I was talking to him yesterday, I was like, "My hope you know, our parents grew up differently and their parents grew up differently and and we're all growing and changing and like my dad is pretty conservative, but he and I can still talk about political mm-hmm. issues and typically meet in the middle. Like mm-hmm. we don't scream at each other. I can be like, well, that's kind of bullshit. And then he'll leave sometimes and then come back and be like, okay, I thought through this. This is what I think. Mm-hmm. And Which is, we yeah. have- it's not even that our opinions are that different. It's that, I mean, I truly, truly believe that the media like drives this divisiveness into us. I, I, I mean, agree. And it's whether it's Fox News Mo- or like MSNBC, more so than ever, too. Yes. I believe, and that's what that's what drives their their money, their profits, and that's all fine. But it's not right, and I'm tired of like. I'm tired of us as a society being like looking at politicians and being like, ah, well, you know, life's hard and not everyone like they people make mistakes or whatever. And it's like, no, no, no. Let's just go back to good and not good and doing what is good for other people and being mm-hmm. a good person. Like, you know, when you meet people and talk to them, good people. People mm-hmm. that are like you can feel it. It's like a fucking yeah, dog. The dog sure. can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you can too. Like yes. you can. We just ignore it or we make excuses or we see politicians like Ted Cruz and we're like, whoa, whatever. He went to He's Mexico with fine. his family. And it's like, fuck you. No, we elected him. Not we. We don't live in Texas, but he should be there like supporting his people because that's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, can't we all just do the right thing? And if we did and then I don't know, we get into this weird area where people are like, well, I disagree on what's right. And it's like, well, I don't know, like abortion. Like, sure, I agree. You have a different opinion, but then do what's right for you. One of my unpopular opinions that I thought of, which it's just kind of like a stupid one because I feel like people will be like, well, you're just like living in a dream or whatever. But one of my, and I don't necessarily know if it's an unpopular opinion, but I do believe that people have good intentions. And I believe that humanity is still like, intact and there's kind people and I feel like so Mm -hmm. often now like in the media it's like we're all fucked and like Mm -hmm. there's so much division and they're like we're all like tearing whatever and I personally believe that their people are still internally kind-hearted and have good intentions and this world is full of good people I do also believe that there is so much division right now like more so than ever and Exactly like you said, if we could just fucking focus on being kind people and loving each other and not like, well, do you like, what is your stance on this? Judging. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if I do totally believe that we internally are good, kind people and humanity is still there. We just have to follow that and not this like the media and the division and what you see on social media and this like Mm -hmm. hate filled world. It's like, 
it's there and I believe people are good. It's just how we choose to act on it. And it all starts with like just being kind. I wish people, I know people are kind is the thing. Well, in conversations, I have said like so many times this episode and any episode before, like, well, if you would have asked me a few years ago and like how much my opinions have changed. And I even said like, you know, I dropped out of college and like, did I get a ton out of college? Like, probably not, but I did. And I Mm -hmm. grew and I and it I mean, yes, I went to a pretty liberal school. So it's like you can argue that it was. But it was also that I just was expanded from my small town in South Dakota to a big city where people were open minded. And once I became educated, like I we just have to be open minded. And I agree. It starts with conversations and it starts with, you know, like respectfully having conversations with people who have different opinions but that's also the issue is like we've gotten to a point where we can't respectfully or we've gotten to a point where we can't respectfully communicate opinions with other people and I don't believe that is how it's supposed to go like we're supposed to think different we're supposed to you know like we're supposed to have our own opinions and being able to communicate those but being respectful and so There's one other thing I want to touch on and then we'll move to probably the last one. I don't know, Mm -hmm, or at least mm -hmm. a different question. But the question before that, it was like, it's okay that people have different political opinions. They're not evil. Like, I really have no idea what I said. I probably didn't answer it the best. It's more so like, yes, I agree. We have different political opinions. But if your political opinion is like being disrespectful to someone for who they are is like where I kind of draw the line of like, Mm-hmm. that's not just your opinion like at that point you're being rude and I had said like you know if for example because of religion you don't support gay people perfect like to each their own if so don't be gay <laughs> but mm-hmm. that is not your judgment and like even growing up like in a super religious like I know a ton about religion and being a Christian and it's like okay sure you can argue that it says the Bible says it's a sin. However, I actually have read before that the Bible has been translated, you know, like through mm-hmm. times and through mm-hmm. different and that the original like the line that says mm-hmm. like man shall not lay with man was actually man shall not lay with boy, like talking about like pedophilia and like mm-hmm. not even about gay rights. And so it's like the convert or like the idea that relate or that um mm-hmm. The Bible says being gay is wrong, like is not even super valid. But again, if that's what you believe, fine. But the Bible also says to love your neighbor and Mm -hmm. that is your job. And as a Christian, if you don't agree with someone being gay, you still love them and you still support them. And I actually saw this post and this will be the end of the conversation of like kind of showing what I meant when like I respect your political opinions but when it like degrades someone else and this girl who I follow on Instagram who now I don't I unfollowed like the second I saw this shared a post it was a tweet and it has like the rainbow and I read it because I was like oh it's pride month like I love seeing all Mm -hmm. of the things on social media and it's a tweet with a rainbow background and it said the rainbow is a sign that God will never flood the earth again because of sin the left has hijacked it to celebrate complete sexual degeneracy. 
It is ironic how Satan has turned it into a symbol glorifying prideful and wrongful sin. It is time that Christians stand up and reclaim the rainbow. And this person goes on and literally has like 50 things on her story. And she was like Mm. talking and she was like, I got so much hate for posting that. And like, my opinion is my opinion. And like, I respect what you believe. You need to respect what I believe, which I agree. Mm -hmm. But when... When the things you post are calling someone sexually degenerate, like Mm -hmm. that is not this loving, respectful, kind way to portray your opinions. And that is where I think that differing political opinions draws the line of like, okay, I can respect that you have a different opinion to like, I'm going to unfollow because it's Mm -hmm. just not kind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that there's one that I want to um, end with. And I think you should do the manifestation one. Oh, okay. So somebody, I, okay, so I made a list of my own unpopular opinions. <laughs> and I I think I pulled this one off of somebody sending it in and I read it and I was like, fuck yeah, because yeah. I've like started to believe this. So um, it said the one that they sent in was manifestation is reality. And then Mm -hmm. all the other stuff on our list is what I added because I added like dream boards or like thinking about your life and where it wants to go. And honestly, in the last month, okay, first, I I think that this, I think manifestation is reality. I think that once you start to think that you want a vision for your life and you either put it on a board or you start speaking it to people. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it magically happens, mm-hmm. but I I truly believe you like start to put energy into 100%. that. 100%. I and so agree. It is all fucking possible. Like mm-hmm. I grew up thinking like famous people were just these lucky people plucked from somewhere and then they just made it or like rich people just and I mean, granted, if you're born into a rich family, like whatever, that's different. But like people who make it or people who write books or people who whatever, I always thought like those people just have some talent that other people don't have. And they do have talent. They do. But they Mm -hmm. also fucking follow it. Like as you like grow up and you like read, like I tend to read about writers, like I'll read a book and if I really like it, then I look up the author because like I want to know how they got there. And a lot of the time it's like they fucking, I mean, JK Rowling like submitted Harry Potter to how many people and they just Mm -hmm. didn't feel it. And then finally somebody felt it and they put it out and like, fuck, you know, it, there's something about not giving up. Yes. And and honestly, lately, I've just started to feel like anything that you, it's like, if you dream it, you can be it or whatever cheesy mm-hmm. thing that is. Yeah. It's like my whole life I've been like, that's bullshit. That's not yeah. really how life works. That's stupid. Kind of like. It's, that's not like rainbows and butterflies and that's yes, unrealistic. Like, but it, I don't think that anymore. And I don't think that I because so agree. like in the last few years, I think it's probably since we started Okanobo because when we did, it was like, we can't fucking do that. And then we mm-hmm. started, it was like, yeah, we can. And then it's like, when we started this, it's like, I don't, who's going to listen to this? And then people listened. And then it's like, 
I, in my head, have this like next steps for like our life with Adam and my kids. And like when I say the stuff, it's like the stuff that we work toward making happen. And Mm -hmm. it all starts to happen. And it's this kind of the same with like your van or like just doing it. But I, I do think there is some sort of of switch that flips when yes. you start to believe that whatever you have on your heart is fucking possible. Well, and- I think that's so much of like, I so agree. I believe that manifesting like works and is real. But I agree with what you said. Like, I don't think that it's like this magic. And if you say I'm going to become a billionaire, then like you're going to become a billionaire. I don't think it works like that. But I think what what manifestation is, is like dreaming something up and then like continuously putting it into the universe, like thinking about it at night, writing it Mm -hmm. into a journal, telling 10 people. But it's just getting the ball rolling. Like it is putting you in a headspace that you start those things. And I think this is like sort of an interesting um, topic and it almost like plays off of the like live your best life. And I have these conversations with my mom a lot of I think that there are some people in this world who um, it's not that they settle, but like they just go through their day to day life like they they wake up and they go to work and they go home and that's their life and they're okay with it, which I also like there's nothing against it. Like I don't think that there's such thing as an average life and everyone's life is valuable and crazy and worth, Mm -hmm. you know, but I used to like think this all the time growing up and I actually got to a point where I thought I was a fucking narcissist like I was like I have the biggest ego in the world and I'm a fucking narcissist because I used to say that my biggest fear was living an average life and Mm -hmm. I never wanted to live an average life and I remember I was in um, AP English like my senior year of high school and we had to write an essay of like what we wanted to be when we were older and everyone like wrote these like really whatever like I want to be a doctor and I'm going to this college and like my entire essay was I grew up just knowing I wanted like I didn't want to live an average life and then I actually talked about how like when I lost my dad, like if you looked at like John's life, you like from the outside in, you'd be like, this man had the most generic life. Like he owned a family construction company. He lived in a small town he grew Mm -hmm. up in. He like was a volunteer softball coach, like super Mm -hmm. fucking like picket fence generic. But then at his funeral, like it had 800 plus people like there wasn't room and and he Mm -hmm. made this huge impact in his life and so like that was sort of I guess what my essay was about was like I don't want to live an average life but that doesn't mean that I'm like becoming a doctor or like writing Mm -hmm. a book it's like I'm just fucking kind and I'm like changing someone's life like I think like what I said in there was like my dad was like the most ordinary man but he like lived the most extraordinary life like just Mm -hmm. because he was like fucking kind so I like got to this point when I actually I had dropped out of school and I was like living at my mom's house and I was like I don't want to live an average life and I was like I'm a college dropout and I live at home and like I fucking sleep in until noon and then I was like I'm just a narcissist like my life isn't really spectacular and I just fucking like am a fraud yeah but I also think that having that mindset 
and it all goes along with like manifesting. Like it's not that I was like writing in my journal all the time or like fucking, mm-hmm. I don't know, like using Ouija boards or like some magic, mm-hmm. but it's like I have told myself my entire life that I don't like I can do whatever I want to do. And then I have. And it is not because I was any more qualified or I mm-hmm. was born into this life. It's because I always said that and I had no reason to say that like it's not like I grew up like I was never like the best at sports or like I was like fucking last chair in orchestra and like (laughs) I was never good at sports but I like always believed that and so I do think that yeah it's it's a mindset because I have friends or like know of people I would say that like they just don't think that and they Mm -hmm. it doesn't show or I mean it does show like they're just like okay like I'm average and then you will be average it is the narrative that you tell yourself and so if you tell your if you are constantly putting into the universe into your head into your that like you will do these things you will do these things and it's because you say it so many times like you start to act on it i think it isn't magic i think you make it happen but i think the first step is like imagining it and then the second step is admitting it to yourself that that's really what you want and realizing that it's possible. And then the third is like starting to tell people because some of the shit is like, you don't think you could do it. Like I always wanted to be a writer and then I grew up and I was like, I can't be a writer. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to make money. And right now I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be a writer. Like, (laughs) but you have to like make it, you know, but until you start to tell people and see yourself like that, then it definitely doesn't happen. Because if you're still telling yourself it isn't fucking possible, then it definitely it's isn't. Not. No, yeah. because I, 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 holy shit. Are you, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the sign to wrap up. Yes. But on that note, I, I do I, also, I, <laughs> it's like the little, like the birds in um, Finding Nemo. <laughs> mine, mine. Yes. Yeah. I do also believe that it does work in the opposite way. And it's like your thoughts become reality in terms of like, if you constantly think I can't do this, like I am miserable. I like you will stay like that forever. Like you have to switch whatever you give your mind power to is like what becomes your reality. So well, it's really funny that you say your thoughts become I mean, it's not funny. I don't, that was the wrong word, but your thoughts become <laughs> your reality because your thoughts are your reality. It doesn't yeah. become. So, whatever your thought is right now, if it's like that's fucking impossible, then it's impossible. It yeah. Or if it's like, oh, I could fucking do this, then you definitely can. It doesn't even become your re- whatever you think so right, right now is is whatever your reality is. And I think it's really important to remember that we like construct our own reality. Like all these unpopular opinions, all these belief systems, everything we've talked about is based on how we see the world. And we mm-hmm. see it differently than other people or whatever. And that's that's all fine. That's fine. But mm-hmm. I think it's really important to just start to ask yourself what the things that you're telling yourself are, mm-hmm. because it's only then that that you can start to change them. Dude, I like needed to hear that. Like, I have so many things to do today. And I kept telling myself, I'm like, I can't get it done. Like, 
I don't have the like I need to answer emails. I have like fucking so many weddings to edit. I'll edit this and all day long I was like I'm not going to be able to get any of this done. And so then what I would do is hang up on this call and sit on my phone and mm-hmm. not get it done. But I yep. need to be like um no, I am going to get this done. I'll go drive and I'll get a coffee and I'll edit the podcast and answer emails and I can and I will. And I And turn your fucking phone off. Yeah. Somebody else's unpopular opinion. I don't even know which one it was, so I can't read it exactly, but it said something about, God damn it. Now I want to find it because I don't know if they said it or if I read something. And I was, was it like, about yes. like living an average life? It was about flip phones. Oh, <laughs> I think I don't even I think see it's it a, now. No, I did see that. It was like, um, I wish flip phones were like still a thing. Like I didn't get as much stress when I yeah. had them. And I was like, yeah. same <laughs> So I told Adam like two weeks ago, I was like, I'm fucking, I think I'm just going to get a flip phone. He's like, seriously? And I was like, yes. Also, we didn't wire our house for um, a landline. And I was like, I think we need a landline because, um, I mean. Uh, if I could put my phone away and not stress that like someone needs me yes. and is calling. I yeah. want to drop it at the door. When I come in, because there's no reason that anybody needs to have 24-hour access to me. And no, it makes me anxious. If I just had a flip phone and I had to get on the computer, like, that's another hurdle that I'd be like, fuck, I don't need to do that. So I think I'm getting a flip phone. So whoever flip phone people, unite. I agree. (laughs) It should be a popular opinion. Like the pink razors. Like, that was like the shit when I was in middle school or like high school when everyone started to get phones like that was it i would like a vintage a vintage phone like i'm really into all kinds of vintage stuff lately so i'm gonna find one i love that for you i should get we should get matching ones like we should get the razors and like you get the pink one and i get the blue one yes that's (laughs) what i just had in my head too it's like i'll get the pink one and you get the blue one see well you're the only one i text ever Okay. Literally, like I only text you. Well, I'm with Connor 24 seven. So we like if I I'm not exaggerating. If I pulled up my text from Connor right now, the last text would be like fucking months ago. Like we don't text because I'm always with him, and I unfortunately never answer my mom. And like she gets so heated, mom. I know you're listening to this. I'm so sorry, but like I somehow weirdly don't see them. Like something about group texts like I don't get the notification and she always it's very funny because I feel for your mother because sometimes I'm like Ashton you fucking suck at texting I do because you I saw something somewhere and I don't know if I sent it to you or not but it was like I either respond in the first like two seconds or I don't respond till three days later like this is Ashton that is literally me and I I want to respect your boundaries too and I don't you already feel pressure by email. Like you shouldn't feel pressure by text too. You know? I yeah, don't know. it is. No, it's a thing. But if there is anyone I text, it is you. Mainly because like you're my therapist, but also like we're like talking about like the podcast or whatever. And so I just need like a, don't they call them like cigarette phones when it's like, isn't that what it's called? I don't, I don't know. I thought I it was. Know. I don't know. Maybe well, that's like. Or like, you know how like people have like a separate phone for like the drugs? A burner phone? Oh, yeah. A burner phone. (laughs) (laughs) A cigarette phone? (laughs) 
Okay, burner phones. I'm looking it up. I had the right intentions. It's like, I got two phones, one for the bitches, one for my hoes. Like, that's <laughs> like, I'll have one for the bitches, and then you will be my one for the hoes <laughs> on my cigarette good. phone. Yes. Yeah. No, I think it's a good idea. I'm all in. I'm going to find us some razors. I, I don't know. I knew there was like a pink razor because I was like the phone for people to have like twins had a pink razor and i was like god damn it i got like my mom's old like yes <laughs> stupid phone and i was like god damn it like just peasant i'm a peasant compared to them because they had a pink Dude. razor flip phone I feel like i need to we need to end it and i'm gonna say um well i'm about to go do the damn thing yep mic drop you should, you should. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's it okay for real bye okay bye bye <laughs>